Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to look at the uh, parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're in the 15th chapter of Luke, where there are several parables in a row, and they're all coming out of a, an encounter that Jesus is having. And I take you back to the first two verses, because I think it's pivotal to see what is going on here to properly understand why Jesus is saying this. And then what is he actually saying? And verses 1 and 2 say this, Now all the tax collectors and the sinners were coming near him to listen to him. Both the Pharisees... And the scribes began to grumble, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Next verse says, So Jesus told him this parable. And then he gives the parable of the lost sheep. <clears throat> you know, uh, the guy that had a hundred sheep, but he lost one. He went after the one. <clears throat> and Jesus in that parable with, <clears throat> I tell you, that in the same way there's more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous who don't have a need of repentance. And then Jesus continues on. He says, oh, it's like the woman who uh, had 10 silver coins, and she lost one of them. <clears throat> well, she tore the house up. She finds it. She calls her friends together and says, y'all rejoice with me. I found it. And he says, in the same way I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. <clears throat> now, remember, Jesus is saying this in front of the Pharisees and the scribes who are grumbling but also with the tax collectors and the sinners who had come to listen to him. Everyone was listening. <clears throat> Just think about that. Can you imagine? This really is such a word of hope to those who are listening. See, folks, this is where the world really is. You know, we, we try so hard to get them to come to our church, to come to our events, to experience what we have experienced and to become what we are. <clears throat> And more often, they're going, what? What? They, they come, and they're listening to Jesus here. That's what folks need to do. They need to come, and they need to listen to the words and experience the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. They were wondering, is there a place here for me? Is there hope for me? This is why the tax collectors and sinners were listening to him. Of course, the religious rulers are sitting there mumbling and grumbling over their sins. And, this fact, and the fact that they're one they're wanting to listen to is actually eating with them. Jesus is telling us these parables that give hope, and tremendous hope, I think, to those who have come to listen, that yes, you can repent. Now, let's press on. This next parable flows right out of that, verse 11. And he said, this is Jesus, a man had two sons. Now, this is probably one of the most well-known parables in all Scripture. <clears throat> The, the parable of the prodigal son, uh, that's what it's usually called. Though, as is often the case with these parables, uh, probably not the best title <laughs> because there's several things that are going on. And so it's a, it's a long parable. <clears throat> I really don't think I even have time to read it today, but I might. So anyway, let's just start reading through this and start working through it. Then you go read it on your own, and we'll gather together again. It's out of Luke 15, beginning with verse 11. And Jesus said, a man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. 
So he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in that country, and he began to be impoverished. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating, and no one was given anything to him. But when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have more than enough bread, but I'm dying here with hunger. I will get up, go to my father, and will say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired men. So he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to the slaves, Quickly bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fattened calf, kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older brother was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. And he summoned one of the servants and began inquiring what these things could be. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safely and sound. But he became angry and was not willing to go in. And his father came out and began pleading with him. But he answered and said to his father, Look, for so many years I've been serving you, and I've never neglected a command of yours, and yet... You have never given me a goat so that I may celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your wealth with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you have always been with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice, for this brother of yours was dead and has begun to live. And was lost and has been found. So that's the end of the parable. <coughs> Isn't that a great parable? So many things here. Uh, just for the day, let's remember just the bigger context of what's being said here. Jesus is saying there's hope. There's hope through repentance. You can return, in this case right here, to the Father. Those tax, collect uh, tax collectors, those sinners, who are listening to Jesus, they are hearing that there is hope regardless of the depth of depravity of sin that you've committed. There is hope. It's also something else being said here to those same religious rulers. And what we'll see here with the older brother and his reaction and how he felt and then how the father handled him. You know, you hear this account, uh, this parable. And it's like, boy, there's some interesting family dynamics there, aren't there? Uh, you know, that's exactly how families are. <laughs> They're dynamic like that. 
And the Lord was saying some things right here uh, to the, quote, brother, unquote, that were the religious rulers. Okay? He was saying some things to them. We'll look at that in the next episode, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you then. Goodbye.